only one kid in history had ever attempted what Benny was about to. And he got eaten. So we were worried, real worried. Even when Benny brought out the secret weapon, shoes guaranteed to make a kid run faster and jump higher. PF Flyers. Okay, welcome in, Slate Lace Gang. This is an emergency episode. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all Slate Lace Sports, so tap it now. Okay. Um, we got we had a, a heavy duty trade go through mm -hmm. that sent Jordan Poole to the Washington Wizards. Okay. And the Golden State Warriors acquired none other than Mr. Christopher Paul. Um, <laughs> so I have since come down from my anger, emotions, mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, but just straight up, we'll dialogue a little bit about it, but I, I don't like the trade. First off, Blair, you feel the trade or what? Um, so, I'm trying to be honest here with how I'm feeling with things and what I currently feel like, and I've been saying to uh, a couple of my friends, and I'm not saying this is true, right it's just how i feel the way that i see things going is i think that teams are looking at how well the lakers actually did mm -hmm. with the team that they had mm -hmm. and then um they're seeing that they need to get better as well because the lakers are looking to reload mm -hmm. and players that the lakers were going after are now getting pulled Right. So uh, the Lakers were like the number one destination, it seemed like, for over a week uh, for Chris Paul. Chris Paul to the yep. Lakers. Watch. It's yep. going to happen. The Lakers yep. need Chris Paul. Why Chris Paul and the Lakers will work. Right. Why Chris Paul will be able to get AD the ball and LeBron the ball and everyone else the ball and be this like ultimate facilitator. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like warriors got chris paul yeah. i'm just like dang are you serious yeah. like our team's kind of like that scared of 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 the lakers and what they potentially can do that they're pulling people from them um and, and 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 we'll also but here's the thing right so it i don't think it necessarily works for you guys but it can work for you guys but for the longest time, because the relationship went sour between Jordan Poole and um, Draymond Green, really, and everyone, right, they had to get rid of somebody. And because, you know, Draymond has four rings, you know, four always trumps one. So they got rid of him, right? And then that relieves, well, I mean, I don't, are, are you, they're still on the hook for paying him, I think, but... But you're you're dumping a big portion of that contract that you yeah, signed freed up Jordan, space. you know that you signed Jordan Poole too. It's crazy to think though that even at this point in time in uh, Chris Paul's career that he could get traded for someone that is 13 years younger than him, right? Like a like almost like a straight up deal. That was kind of crazy. I was like, dang, a 38 year old for like a 24 year old? What? I mean, sure, you know, go for it. But um, I think that it'll be solid for you guys, though, in the sense of even though I didn't like the trade, that Chris Paul will now be able to get everyone the ball. And uh, Steph can, like, literally just be, you know, a Kenyan and run around. 
and come off of screens and get shots and doesn't necessarily have to have the ball in his hands to do so, right? And Chris Paul will be able to get everyone else open looks as well. Uh, straight up, this is not going to work. I don't know what the thought process was. Why not? I'm coming from it as like a perspective of, perspective of a Warriors faithful. Like, mm-hmm. we... We are an up-tempo team. We're running the floor. Chris Paul can no longer run. He's injured every postseason. So what he's going to do, play 12 games for us and then sit out the whole, the whole playoffs? No, 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 well, no. great. Play 12 games and then sit down and let us take over because I don't really like this trade at all. Um, I know I was one of the main ones was sitting on here riding Jordan Poole during the playoffs. Uh, but I never said let let him go. We were literally sitting here and I was talking about how I've seen his trainers and I know he was going to go back to work. I know he took like the shame, the guilt, or whatever he had, you know, and the the heart or whatever, like how everyone was harping on him this postseason. I know he took that to heart and he was going to work and come back that much stronger. Um, so this is kind of this is kind of weird for me. I'm just like I don't know why we didn't just let it play out. I understand that contracts are up. We got Clay on the hook. We got to sign him to something. Draymond opted out, so now we got to get him back and all those things Draymond does for us. But honestly, I would rather ran it back with what we had than trade for Chris Paul. And let me remind you a little bit of history. The Warriors fans, including and Steph Curry himself, don't even really like this man. Like, let's not forget all the, the when he kicked us off the court in the Houston series. Chris Paul did that. Steph was trying to get some extra shots up. Chris Paul put it into it. Let's not forget when Chris Paul fake laughed at Steve Kerr, that viral video. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget when Chris Paul was shimmying in Steph's face when he hit 1-3, and then we we went on and, and took that serious. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget when Steph this year literally said it's not 24 no more, uh, referring to an incident with Chris Paul. So why all of a sudden are we now forcing this man to have, uh, be teammates with or? Be teammates with Chris. Now, I know they gave Steph a heads up. They're not going to run up, like, just do this behind his back. They ran it through him. But I'm just saying, now you're forcing this bad blood? Like, nah, get him up out of here. Um, let's not also forget that there's this thing as the Chris Paul curse. Why are we bringing this to my organization? Steph's got about two to three good years left. Because I do think, you know, he's getting a little bit better, especially last year he took another step. But now we we bringing this man over here to potentially end what we've just kind of started. They're like, we're adding to the dynasty. I don't see how we won this trade. We lost. Uh, And then one thing is like, honestly, if I'm being truthful, I think this is a little bit of a stain on the Warriors organization letting Poole go in the fashion they did. Because we always talk about this Warriors culture, right? Similar to that Heat culture we talk about. We talk about, you know, the dynasty. But they let him go after he was a victim, after he got punched in the face, and then kept Draymond. But we so we stuck beside Draymond for how many times? This man literally cost us a ring. Let's not act like that didn't happen. Draymond is the reason why we don't have five right now. Draymond punched people in the face. Draymond gets fines every other day. He yells at rest. And we come out and Bob Myers, RIP to Bob Myers, he's not dead, but he left the organization. But Bob Myers trots out and takes the bullet for him. You know, that's our guy. We're going to stand beside him. Steve Kerr does the same thing. That's Draymond, but that's why we need him. Then what happened to Poole? Y'all couldn't do the same for Poole? We couldn't st- stick up for Poole? I really hope that he got a call from each and, one of the pl- each and every one of the players in the organizations and Steve Kerr, and they, and they let him know like what he really did for us. Because let's not forget that half-court shot that he hit at the, end of the, the, at the end of the second half to put us back down by one against the Celtics series, and that pretty much swung the whole series, and we won from there. Like He was, had key momentum-shifting moments in the playoffs like two years ago or a year ago that helped us win. 
Like, let's not forget what he meant to this organization. So I really hope he got a phone call. I hope they didn't do him dirty. I know we always hear this NBA is a business thing, but <clears throat> excuse me, I really hope that they did tell him how much he meant to the organization. Because to me, this is like a little bit of a stain on the Warriors' uh, reputation here for all the greatness that we do and how we like to develop the young guys. Uh, we kind of shipped them up the river for doing what? Maybe talking trash to Draymond and then getting punched in the face? There is one video of Poole um, going at it with an assistant coach. So what? He can't get frustrated? Draymond get frustrated every single day. Every single game. So I'm just saying, like, yeah, I understand what Draymond's done for years and years and years. And he is that vet. But it's like, dang, he makes, he didn't even really make a mistake. He just had a bad postseason. Now he got to go? I don't know. I just expected a little bit more from the Warriors. And this trade is, is a joke to me. I don't understand what Chris Paul, Chris Paul is going to do for us. Okay, he's going to slow it down and set it up. Great. What happens when we play the Sacramento Kings again, which is very likely to happen? He can't run. What did they? What was the main thing they said in that King series? Pace of play. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he'll be injured by then. But what? He, where is he going to do? We was getting. We were literally taking the ball out the net, outletting, and just up the floor. He can't hang. Literally, Steph talks about conditioning being his superpower. I hope Chris Paul's getting to work right now and starting to run some laps because I don't understand. What he's going to do for us. Yeah, okay, it moves stuff off the ball. Draymond already does that. Next, next question, next example. I don't see it. I don't like it. Um, he brought his raggedy curse over here to us. We don't like this man. He's got a bad attitude. He's not a good teammate. J.J. Reddick sits there on every podcast with a former player or a former teammate of Chris Paul and says how Chris Paul was the worst teammate he's ever had. He likes him as a person, but he's never gotten in so many fights with teammates than he did with Chris Paul. He says Chris Paul's an a-hole straight up. And it comes from his passion to win. But he also don't win. And that's the reality of it. He don't, he's not a winner. And we brought him over here for what? A veteran presence? We have, we're one of the oldest teams in the league. We, what, what more veterans do we need? We don't got that many young guys. And the one we did, you just shipped them off. So, yeah, I, I'm very frustrated. I mean, I don't like this trade. I don't even like how the Warriors is coming out. Like, if it wasn't really for Steph, Clay, Wiggs, Maybe, you know, Dre, day-to-day, day-to-day Dre. Um, yeah, it, it would be hard to be kind of rooting for the Warriors because Chris Paul is that bad to me, and I'm sorry. He might be a great guy as a human and a great father. Perfect, but get him out of my team. Okay, so a couple things. Um, I think partially why the reason that Jordan Poole is gone is shot selection. And yes... Last year, he um, did a lot for you guys, but clearly this offseason, he didn't work on this game the way he should have, right? So he did not, he did not ascend any more than he should have, right? Like he basically hit that sophomore wall when realistically he, well, I mean, it usually happens, but right, he was supposed to be taking another step forward where you know, you would see more signs of greatness, right? Because it was all about, like you just said, the Warriors' future, right? And developing the young guys. The problem is, though, is that when you have guys that are taking 35-foot shots, you know, that are ill-advised, you know, 20, 20 uh, seconds left into the shot clock, you know, and you guys are down, you know, two, you know, with, with, with like a minute to go and he's taking shots like that, it's a little bit difficult to, to really kind of get behind. And I think so for you guys, you guys had just reached that point where like you've seen Steph was visibly frustrated where he's chucked the mouthpiece and got ejected. You know, you got the Lakers Warriors series where he shot that shot, which was beautiful, by the way, you know, if you're a Lakers fan. Right. 
And then you got people then turning around and they're trying to defend him, you know, in the um, in the in the in the press conference. But the point being is right is that at this point in time, you know, like even the way Stephen A would say is just that he was a liability to you guys. Right. And is there a very good chance that he was going to get better? I do think so. And I believe that that this is not the end of Jordan Poole. But I just think that the way your team runs and operates, you don't need another uh, loose cannon. Right. Uh, Steph has unlimited range, Clay has unlimited range, and you don't need Jordan Poole also having unlimited range. And, and realistically, you have three guys that are kind of playing the same position. I mean, obviously, Steph usually has the ball most of the time, but the point being is, is that you have three guys that just chuck up shots. And I'm not saying chuck them up like because they can't shoot, but that's just literally what they do. They just shoot. And so I think that the way they look at it now is like now you get another guy that's like, uh, Chris Paul and maybe now you know you don't have to necessarily worry about that as much as you have two guys that are going to shoot and now you have a guy that's really going to facilitate and really pass guys open right and you know maybe you know now Chris Paul will be getting 12 to 15 assists a game with 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 your guys you know um, I'm curious to see what the future is and what it's going to hold you know maybe because everyone is getting older they go well maybe if we go Chris Paul you know we don't go run and gun anymore maybe do slow it down and play a little bit of half court offense i don't know but you know you harp on the uh injury prone chris paul and although that is true i'm wondering now that because your team is talented enough that you know you guys can kind of rest paul and just make sure that he is ready for postseason right so chris paul can play you know, maybe 55 games uh, this upcoming season, and then the minutes are limited, right? You know, he'll come in and start, you know, and then, you know, he'll play uh, extended minutes here and there. But then when, you know, it's, you know, once the game is kind of in hand or something like that, you sit him down, right? So then when he's coming in the postseason, he's not out of gas so that, you know, when he, when someone runs into his knee, you know, it's a severe injury, but when you're not out of gas and someone runs into your knee, it's just a stinger and then, you know, you're good to go. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily wish the, the worst, but I also don't wish the best for you guys just because we still got to see you guys a gang of times this season. And you guys took him from us. Uh, you know, this is the second time he was supposed to go to the Lakers and it didn't happen. You know, first time way back when with Kobe, um, when the trade was denied, you know, back when the league would hate and didn't allow things like that. But um, I really am curious, but I also don't necessarily agree with you, but also you're a Warriors fan, right? So it's going to be much different. The way you're going to see it is much different. But uh, I think that also this is a thing that Jordan Poole needs, right? Because now you have so much outer motivation. You have uh, all this, like, I have to prove people wrong. But then now you also just get to go and play on a bad team. 82 games a year, right? So now, you know, you get to go out there and you get to score 25 to 30 a game, right? And not have to really worry about games being competitive. And then if you really look at it, you've already um, reached the pinnacle in the sense of winning a title, right? That's like, that's everyone's goal. And he's already knocked that off. So now he just gets to go, okay, I get to go score 30 a night, shoot from wherever I want. No, I'm not getting benched. No, I can't get in trouble. Uh, I get to look at all the what the hot girls on the sideline. What's the what's the little thing they always do with them? Uh, they always show they always show clips where he sees like a hot girl and all of a sudden he starts playing well. So he gets to start doing all of that stuff now. And there's no real you don't got to rein him in, you know, because it's like you guys are clearly playing for a, um, a lottery pick every single year. So whatever he does doesn't necessarily matter. They're not really in any game to win. 
You know, they're going to win, what, 15, 17 games at best? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a fresh start for Poole, so that's great. But to me, I just it doesn't make sense. He had one bad postseason. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, yeah, we've had several bad years since the We Believe team as a Warriors organization. Like, I don't know. For a team that, like, I actually listen to all the press conferences and listen to what these the upper office really preaches and it's all about development and how they have this different elevated state of mind than every other organization. But I also do think that they are shelling out to win for Steph right now while they can. Mm -hmm. You know, that Steph's brought so much to the organization, they owe him a couple rings. And I get that. But, I mean, do I necessarily, I, I just can't get behind this, this trade. Um, I know Paul... Not, is four not sufficient? I know... I mean, apparently they keep making moves. They want him to get five, six, seven. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it's a great career. And I mean, however many years he has left, he's still going to be on that, you know, top whatever list. Mm -hmm. I don't. But yeah, I mean, why not get more if you can, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So I don't care. But I mean, I don't really think of things in terms of rings. Mm -hmm. But I know that that's what the organization is doing. And that's yeah. great. But I just cannot get behind this move. To me, the whole was more about getting a big man. I don't understand that was the main thing. We had zero rim protection. That's the reason why we got bumped out of the playoffs. So now we get a, a midget? Like, this don't make no dang sense. Um, we should have just went and got signed DeMarcus Cousins or something like that. You know, I know Bob Meyer says that DeMarcus hits him up all the time. That's why he's not in the NBA. I would take DeMarcus any day of the week, you know. Get a JaVale McGee. I heard his contract is up. And something like that, bring him back to the Bay. I don't know why we didn't focus on it. But honestly, I feel like we're feeling the... Uh, the void that Bob Myers left. Mike Dunleavy, I don't even know if he's really ready for this role of what mm -hmm. he stepped into. Mm -hmm. And I do think, like Stephen A. hinted that, you know, I don't know if he necessarily wanted the job, but just stepped in to kind of fill it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it's it's not looking good. I don't like these moves since Bob Myers left. But that's maybe also why he got up out of there. He knew some hard things and some, you know, hard decisions were coming to be made and he didn't want to be the bad guy to make them. So he stepped mm -hmm. down. Um, but also I know that Joe Laker, the part owner, or maybe he's the sole owner. I'm not really sure on the terminology there, but I know that he really wants to win. And I know that when we first, when we got our first ring, he got himself in the hot water for saying, you know, uh, championships run through the bay and that we're the gold standard. Mm -hmm. So people was on him. I mean, of course we didn't rattle off three more after that, but I'm just saying, I know that he wants to win and I can see him doing some cutthroat stuff yeah. and Dunleavy is kind of a puppet and he's the puppet master mm -hmm. behind the string, behind the scene pulling all the strings. So I can see Joe Lakeup doing something like this because that man does not like losing. I listen to Draymond's podcast and he says it all the time. Joe Lakeup does not like losing. So this postseason really affected them and maybe that's why, you know, we're seeing these kind of crazy moves. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that we need another vet. I think we needed a big because I heard Kaminga's a bit of a knucklehead and he wasn't he wasn't getting the job done. Uh, but either way, we can't fix it. We know that there's probably one more move on the way. Um, hopefully it's a big. But for now, I mean, I'm never going to root for Chris Paul, but it's going to be a weird dynamic for me as a fan uh, just watching this season because it's going to be it's going to be crazy. I don't even really know what to think. Mm -hmm. But let's move forward a little bit. There has to be some more trades on the way. I think the Warriors aren't done. They did free up some space with that Jordan Poole contract. Uh, I haven't heard anything, uh, but I hope there's something. I hope it's a big. I hope we have some plan because as we stand right now, we look the same as last year. Yeah, you, Just look, you, look, you look the same. 
I would I would expect with the exact same move that you guys made, you would still get to the exact, exact same, same spot, spot yep. as last year. Yep. Or as this past, you know, this season right now. Yep. Um, so you do need to get better. The thing is, like I said, it's just Chris Paul. He elevates teams, right? You know, just to put that out there, right? You remember the 2019-2020 uh, season? He had got, like, all of a sudden just shipped to OKC, mm -hmm. you know, like he always does, gets moved around. And, and <laughs> OKC wasn't really expected to go anywhere nor do anything. And he took that team all the way to the playoffs. So just remember, like, he does make his teammates better, right? So just know that, you know, if there's ever games that are close or somewhat, like, you know, yeah. fuzzy like you don't really know how it's gonna go what the outcome's gonna be like just know having a guy like him on the team is going to make a difference you also mentioned that like uh what were you saying chris paul because he's on a team with decent players he won't have to do much mm -hmm. uh he was just on phoenix with booker and Durant. yeah he didn't have yeah to he that. still got hurt Yet he still he played too many games. Well, yeah, but that's the Woo! thing. Like, what he can only play one? Sydney, you know what I'm talking about. Right? I guess he can like, only play one game. No, we're talking about a guy that's thirty at that time, thirty-seven years old. It is, it is extremely challenging to play an eighty-two game seer, uh, season and then turn around and have to go battle it out and win like twenty. But you know, but he had two of the best players in the league. And I don't even want to say not that. Right I don't even say that sarcastic, sarcastically because he's, right right he's actually pretty good. Yeah, but. No, but he's okay. Remember so then he still had, he had to force his way there. He okay. wasn't there for the beginning. But he beginning. still had Buck McHale, uh, mm -hmm. the tall, light skinned dude. I always forget his name. Sorry, dude. But <laughs> what's his name? Um, you talking about uh, Cam something Johnson? No, I can't. Yeah, Cameron Payne. No, no, nah, not the little short dude, the tall guy that they traded. But I don't know. But anyway, mm -hmm. y'all know who I'm talking about. But yeah, so he had good players around him, yeah. and he still was hurt, and he still did the typical Chris Paul season. But, I mean, I know you believe in him now, a little bit. Thing, now, here's the thing, right? It, it seems notorious, and it seems like he does this every year, but technically he doesn't do it every year. So, what up? So, so, and then my, the other years he gets back. So, so, here's the thing, right? I brought that up to my friend, and he he's from New Orleans. So, he's a big-time um, AD, and he's, he's also a big-time Chris Paul, right? Because they were on the Hornets mm -hmm. when it was the Hornets, right? And so, he's like, can people stop saying that? Like, check check the tape like basically he don't get hurt every year so i looked it up and it's not really every year it's kind of like every other year right so if we're if we're gonna go based off of the track record that Big means wolf. that that means that come this postseason he's gonna be fine well let's hope so i mean i just i'm never gonna believe in it like no matter what facts people run i don't like chris paul like yeah our team don't like chris paul you got him but exactly late. so it's like i, I it's happened, and now we have to move forward. Yeah. But I, I'm never gonna understand the trade. I'm never gonna like it. Um, yeah. We might as well have just stayed the same. But since we did it, I don't know. I think I heard Chris Middleton. We we're trying to trade for him. That would be a good pickup for us. Man. But that's that was like on the rumor board. But other than that, I haven't heard of any moves that coming from crazy. the Warriors. But we do need one more move. We need one more move because we can't stay the same. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, pivoting though, have you heard anything about your squad? Do we want to close out on a little Laker news here? Um, I, just I still don't. I still they still haven't really said anything. Our yeah. um, 
our who we were supposed to be going after. Well, LeBron GM is yeah. Uh, well, we were supposed to be going after uh, what's his name? We were supposed to be going after CP3, and then look what happened. Look, y'all act like I want him. You can yeah. have him tonight. I mean, I mean, it's too late. He's in now. But that is crazy though, because I think LeBron is getting to the end of his career, and so is Chris Paul, and I think he still wants to play with his buddy Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of crazy that it hasn't happened yet. So that means to tell me I feel like LeBron got one more go after this, yeah. don't you? Yeah, no, he do got one. He got one about go. one to two goes. I'm just, I'm just curious who we're gonna bring in now. Is it really gonna be Kyrie? Like, you know what? I mean, that would be great. I mean, Kyrie, he's got a chill, mint like yeah. due to with the antics. Yeah. But ain't no doubt that the dude could play. I don't yeah. think we've ever you know, it ain't no doubt. Like yeah. he can hoop and he's an addition anywhere. Like if yeah. we did that, pull for Kyrie, okay, I'm, I'm sitting here talking a little differently. Yeah. You know? So, what I want, what I really want to see the Lakers do is, like, I want them to be able to keep the team that they already have, but yeah. I want them to be able to add, yeah. right? So, I don't really want any swaps or anything like that, right? Yeah. So, if there's somehow we can get a solid guy that ain't afraid to shoot the basketball when it counts, that's who I want on the team, yeah. right? I mean, it would be great to have, I mean, so here's the thing. I don't mind Trey Young. I like the idea of Trey Young. Um, he in he, LA right now. So he gets a lot of assists, but he also gets a lot of turnovers. But the biggest piece is, is that leading the league, by the way, turnovers. Yes, but yeah, but both, but in both categories, right? Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that, right? I, turnovers happen. My thing is, is that when game is on the line, or you know, team is on a 10-0 run, and we're swinging the ball around, and we're all looking at each other like, no, you shoot it, no, you shoot it, no, you shoot it. He ain't afraid to shoot it. That, to me, was the biggest issue that we had when it came to the Nuggets series, right? At the end of the day, the Nuggets were better, so I say that. But also remember, in every single one of these games, except for game one, we were winning at some point in time and for a good portion of the time. But every time the Nuggets would come back and run and we needed a bucket and everyone's looking at each other like, well, I'm not going to shoot it. I'm not going to be the one that misses. And then they turn around and score again. Trey Young is coming down like, oh, none of y'all want to shoot it? Letting it fly. Right. And usually when he's heat check Trey, you know, ice cold Trey, they're usually going in. Right. Like, yeah, he, he might go uh, five for 15 from three. Right. But so does Steph. Right. But the point being is, is that when you need the timely three, that one goes in. I don't mind the 10 other misses. Right. I need the timely shots to go in. And if the timely shots go in and we play like we've been playing, we're going far. Right. And I know it's a hot take because most people are not wanting Trey on the team. Right. Dad included. I think a lot of people are wanting. Um, um, why am I forgetting his name um, over there in Portland? Damian Lillard. Right. I know everyone's wanting Damian Lillard game time, right? But my thing is, is like, I just go, I go by simple math, right? Like, does he hit the big shots? Of course, right? Is he going to put up 60 a couple nights a, a year? Of course. But I'm always going to take a 24-year-old, 25-year-old over a 32-year-old over a 33-year-old, right? Because the ceiling has not been reached yet for a guy like Trey Young, right? Like, you know that he's still going to have some more big moments in his career, right? And if he's in the right system, right, you know he's going to continue to develop and really get better and really blossom into who knows what, right? But when you're getting a guy that's 33, 34, he's already reached his ceiling, right? Like, he's not going to sit here and turn around and, and, and start giving you 82-game seasons where he's giving you a double-double and, you know, he's taking the teams deep in the playoffs, right? Like, 
the mileage, the wear and tear in the body has already set, right? Uh, uh, at this point in time in his career, he's no longer playing 82 game seasons. He's playing 50, 55, right? And he's playing on bad teams. Now it became the R team. You know, like I said, I will root him on, you know, shout out to all Californians. But the thing is, is that I just don't see it at this point that um, it would really work for us. It would th this giving him getting him would be would be a limited run. Right. It would be this year and next year and maybe one more. Right. You get trade. You're like next 10 years. We're looking to have run after run after run after run, even if that's LeBron has now left. You know, other guys have left, right? But if you can, if you can keep a one-two punch with a Trey and a and a um, AD, and you just kind of reload the guys around you, keep a Reeves and a and a and a um, Hachimura, that's a solid team. And you know, for the next ten years, at least you're you're in relevancy, right? Like you'll be in the postseason. I'm not saying you're gonna win it and go deep each year, but you know, you'll be in the postseason. No, I agree. But one thing about Dame, I don't think he can. I don't. Even, I don't think he wants to leave. I think he's happy in Portland, but I also don't think he can now because he's talking so much trash about it's more than the rings. I'm, I'm just torn. I'm here to play. He's like sure torn. He's I feel sure like torn. now he makes that move, everyone will be like, "Man, we told you it was about the rings." So, so here's the but here's the know. thing. People are people aren't gonna look at him as a sellout. People are not gonna look at him as ring chasing or anything like that because he did his time. Right? He's a guy that came in with one team stayed 12 years right he's done 12 complete years with this team but in the last two to three they have not been good you've seen him go on these runs and hit really big shots right so it's at this point where you can see that this team is rebuilding and it sucks for a guy of his caliber and what he means to this team to sit there and watch five years of them try to get better. Because five years of them trying to get better and winning 25, 30 games, 20 games, 15 games. And now all of a sudden, you know, Dame's 39 and they haven't sniffed the playoffs since, you know, a couple years prior. It's kind of a waste of, of his youth, right, and all of his good years on that team. And so... I think a lot of people see it as not fair and it's fair to get him out of there, you know, and that like it's not it's not about ring chasing and it's not about loyalty at this point because you've been loyal. And if you continue to be loyal, you'll never see the playoffs. You know, you'll you'll be like Charles Barkley. Right. And so it's like, you know, go somewhere, go, 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 go get you one good shot at trying to get it, you know, which is why everyone's saying, like, go to the heat and stuff, because then at least you go to the heat and it's not like crazy right because it's like if he went to the suns then yeah it's like okay it's a bit much right but you go to the you go to the heat and you're really just the number two guy after you know jimmy butler i mean that's that's not necessarily as bad so i don't think people are going to really see it as ring chase and i don't really see people are going to see it as like you know he's not loyal because he's 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 bought his time and if he you if he wastes it up which will which will happen if he keeps continuing to sit on his hands and is just like, well, I'm gonna stay loyal because it's about this. He was gonna have a gang of money, um, uh, a gang of notoriety, right? And you just never have got to play in the big moment. 
Um, or they could do another smart thing and get some pieces around them, but that's just my take. Um, but Portland doesn't do that. That's not the type. That's not the well, type of city. <laughs> well, maybe they need to be that type of city. <laughs> uh, but another thing, uh, it'll be interesting to watch, be on Dame Watch and see what he does. Mm -hmm. uh, things are heating up, ladies and gentlemen, and yeah, I believe that we are just getting started. Uh, sure. Quickly touching on Kristaps, Przingis to the Sellies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, is Kristaps Przingis even relevant? But He's good with the plays. I'm not really worried about the Celtics. You don't play enough, though. The C's, baby. Uh, you don't play enough. Yeah, good. That used to be your squad. Good, yeah, good luck to y'all. Uh, Jason Tatum, y'all still think he's him? Go ahead. I mean, I, he, yeah, dad said you would say that. But I think he's just another regular season guy. Uh, Jalen Brown, they gave up smart, which is they gave up their vet. As they gave we, up smart, and that wasn't smart. That we want to keep harping on this vet, but now John Moran's getting a vet. Maybe he can take the gun out of his hand. We don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he's doing up there. Uh, but, yeah, that's another big move that was made. I don't see the Celtics getting any better, but, you know, in due time, in due time. Yeah. So, again, Dame Watch, Late Show Watch, mm -hmm. uh, obviously Warriors Watch. Mm -hmm. um, again, Sad day for the dubs, but hopefully there's more moves on the way. And either way, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be funny because uh, that's what this this trade made me do was laugh. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, Blair, anything else before we get up out of here? Nah, uh -uh. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I just had to come in and rant a little bit. Y'all know how I get when it's my squad. I had to come in and yell at the screen for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It is the Slate List game. We out.